Hi friend, welcome to the Money, Wine and Cheese Club podcast. I believe you are the secret sauce to live the life you want, and I'm here to help you achieve just that. I've struggled with money for a long time, having hit rock bottom in 2010. 12 years later, I've changed countries, paid my massive debt, quit my day job and live debt free. Along the way, I discovered myself and what I don't want in my life. I don't want to live with debt, big or small. I don't want to have a 9 to 5, no matter how great the benefits are. And I don't want to ever have my scarcity mindset show up. So, I've committed to this podcast as much for you as for me. I need the accountability to stay on track because it's really hard to stay in my lane when everyone is going the other way. If you want to learn how to better manage your money, have accountability or redesign your life, you are in the right place. Go over to moneywineandcheese.com and subscribe to the newsletter. It goes out once a week and it's a fun quick read of what's going on that week and where you can find everything. Credit cards are my archie enemies and I don't eat rice. But that's a whole new podcast. Hi and welcome, I'm Sarah and I want you to know that it's possible to create the life you want no matter your actual circumstances. I'm so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Hi everyone, it's Sarah here as usual and today I have my favorite guest, <laughs> my favorite person <laughs> to be my guest here on the podcast. Hi Becky. Hi Sarah, lovely <laughs> to be here, thank you for the invite. Thank you for being here. So um, I already told my listeners that I was going to be bringing on my village because I have a, a village when it comes to my business because yes it's only me working on my business for now but I have a very strong uh, support system because you know yes my husband he supports me um, but he doesn't really understand what it's like to be in this online world you know it's lonely it's hard we want to get visible but everybody else is trying to be to get visible as well and honestly without you guys you and the rest of the crew I wouldn't be here because it's lonely and it's hard and I keep you know going back to you for support but also when I see any of you online posting reels or posting um on on Facebook it motivates me I want you know I say, oh I'm not alone they're here my friends are here that's exactly how I feel so thank you so much for being here and I want you to tell us a little bit about you who are you what do you do it's absolutely my pleasure to be here and who am I my name is Becky Colwell and I my business is called Heart to Heart Sales. And let me tell you, Sarah, that certainly two years ago, I had no idea about the online business world at all. Working in corporate, really, I hadn't come across it at all. So it, it I absolutely agree with you. It's a lonely place because my friends have never heard of 
heard of this type of business and it's only through meeting other like-minded people that we get to thrive and get to actually build the resilience that we need to do this as a um as our job and we get to do it which is absolutely amazing but we get to do it with the support of others who help us through those times when it feels just a little bit like no one's watching no one's listening <laughs> and yet they are this is the amazing thing they absolutely are so um in my business what i do is i help um really heart-centered purpose-led you know kind entrepreneurs to learn how to use sales skills but in a way that's totally aligned with their values connected with their clients and just really lovely conversations because the only time we ever notice sales is when it's done really badly so <laughs> when it's done beautifully we don't notice being sold to it's just a lovely conversation so that's the type of sales that I help other entrepreneurs with um, but I could not be here without you and the rest of the people who support me I've got a few different groups um, but but you and the the, the, the group that, that, that we're in together is just so amazing and I love it I love seeing everyone online I like being a cheerleader and and on the days when I'm feeling down, I can look and see how successful others are, which is just amazing. It is amazing, right? Mm. Um, so I wanted to ask, mm. I know you've, you've, you are also doing this alone for now, yes. right? Yes, absolutely. Um, how how hard do you find that? I mean, is it a lot of work? I'm always telling my people that it, this is a lot of work, you know, yeah. for one person. <laughs> it's a one woman show <laughs> and it's hard work. So, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that actually some of the work is not hard work at all because it's really lovely to be authentic and to. To, to be me and to really lean into it. If I'm writing a an, an email, I'll, I'll, I'll write it and it will be me. So that bit in, in many ways isn't hard. But what's hard is that feeling of, I need to write my email. I need to write it and I need to give some sort of value to somebody. And oh my goodness, what am I, and I get in my head. So the hard work often is, is what's going on in my head. And then juggling that with, getting visible, doing the social media, um, you know, doing interviews like this, actually, uh, writing articles, writing my blog, recording my podcast, writing my emails. And that's without actually running the program that I run and having one-to-one -one with, with, with clients or potential clients as well. So my diary can get quite full of things that I really need to do and I need to get out of my own head when I do them because I could I think if I'm really honest Sarah do some of it a bit quicker than I do um because I overthink it I want it to be perfect <laughs> how about you I think that's exactly uh, it you know uh, I first of all I think 
entrepreneurs, we're just unicorns because let's face it, we do this when nobody's paying us even. We'll, we actually, we have the chance to like the work we do, right? Mm -hmm. For me, I agree with you, but I don't get so much in my head because, well, I can talk myself out of anything. So I usually just, if I think I, I want to write that email, I just sit down and write. And truth is, it's not always as nice as I wanted it to be. But I know that if I start going back and going back, I won't do it. I'll waste my time doing that. Um, but also what I find hard for me is to show up on Facebook, on Instagram, a podcast, because you also have a podcast. Yeah. And on top of it all, you just got published. You got an article <laughs> on <laughs> And you got uh, mentioned in a book as well. You wrote. Yeah. Yes, What's yes. Yeah, yeah, successful stories. Yeah. So, which is amazing. And and all of that is work. But I do I do agree that um when when we're doing what we love and when we're being ourselves, I mean it does lighten things up, right? Yeah, it really helps. And um Funnily enough, I had a conversation with um, an, an, another group of, of business buddies, and I'm only in a couple of, of groups, but 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 they're the other one. And we were talking about today what 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 is actually happening as entrepreneurs. What we're doing is when we start, is we are accepting quite often a lower income than we could earn if we were out there working full-time for somebody else and what we're doing is we are enjoying the freedom to be ourselves that's what we're almost paying for as we begin this journey is we we've got that opportunity to just truly be us and it seems to me like we're fed this story that we can be millionaires in three months or six months if we only do this or we get a 60k launch in month two and for some people that is true but the reality for many of us most of us I think is that we're slowly building our businesses I'm in year two now but I I, I, I had a, a break my mum passed away and it, it really means that I'm fairly close to the beginning again, really, just building this up. And I love helping my clients. And I know that by being visible, my audience will grow. The people I reach will grow. The people who benefit from what I've got to say will grow. And I am paying for that privilege if you like by not commanding the income that I was commanding when I was in corporate yet you know I hope to surpass that year five year four I'm going to be way up there but right now it's it, I haven't reached that level yet yeah that's amazing I like that point of view mm -hmm. um, because it is true that I, I wasn't going to talk 
about money just yet, but it's awesome that you brought it up because actually that's that stops a lot of people. And you know, I'm all about financial freedom and getting financial, you know, uh, set so that you can do what you want in life, so that you yeah. can do more life. That's my yeah. my go to now, and uh, I can only be here and do this because I've created the the circumstances for that to happen. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like you, you can only afford to do that because you yes. are not completely dependent on the money you are making so yes. that we are we are lucky in that but we also work to get to where we are so yeah. uh, you know it it doesn't just happen either you just don't decide one day okay I want to be an entrepreneur and I know I can bring value to people and you just leave everything and and start it because the fact is, and you said it very well, there are people that have $60,000 or 60,000 pounds launches, but the reality is for most of us, that's not it. And I hear a lot of people, and that's also why I want to bring my, my friend entrepreneurs here. It's because I have a lot of entrepreneurs, listeners, and I'm seeing on social media people telling us that you know you have to show up five no seven times a day on Instagram you have to show up seven times a day on Facebook somebody the other day said 21 times that people have to see us so that they will start to notice us let alone trust us right so it's a process and it takes time and I see on social media people saying this and saying that you want to make, I'm making money, just making reels. Well, awesome. But, you know, we're not. <laughs> and they have a team behind them. We don't, yeah. not yet. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of demystify that because people think, oh, it's just, I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to start doing this. I mean, I was sold a business course saying that I'd be making $5,000 a month by the end of it. Yeah. Right. A lot of people were. Unfortunately, I wasn't one of them. Now, did I play full out? Did I do everything that I could have done? Probably not. You know, but it is what it is. And today, if I'm being honest, I run away from people that tell me, you could be making 4,000. You know, for me, that's just a no, no. I'm <laughs> yeah. all in to learn more and join a program that you just can't tell me that I might be earning. Either mm-hmm. I am or either I'm not. And please don't mention it. <laughs> because, you know, I, I got disappointed if I'm being honest. I was a little disappointed because I thought, well, I'm not even making a thousand. How is yeah. that possible? You know, and I think that today, because also, And you'll tell me what you think about this. People are constantly telling us that make it, let it be easy. It's fine. Just go with the flow. I, the other day I I was at a, at a workshop about Mm -hmm. um, the loon, the moon. I'm Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) About the moon. 
and you know you should schedule your work this week and then that week you have to you know do things that that's all very nice yeah but when are we doing the work actually yes because before it was hustle 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 and i'm not in favor of that and that's why you're not corporate anymore probably yeah. that's not yeah, yeah, why yeah. i don't want to work yeah. outside the it's home. not our vibe is it hustle hustle no yeah. but at the same time if i only work one or two you know one week mm-hmm. a month i mean are we going from one extreme to the other i think the, the the reality of building our businesses it relies on us learning new skills for sure i i <laughs> i say this often actually 18 months ago i had 20 pages of notes as to how to post on instagram now wow, i don't thorough. Yeah, no, I really did. I I did all the things and I learned all the stuff and I kept writing notes and I kept and I I've I haven't referred to those for months and months and months. I do it without thinking. I go live, I do reels, do normal posts, and I really don't think about it anymore. But I had to learn to do that. And it was it felt difficult at the time to learn. So the same goes for everything else that we're doing really is we have to give ourselves the grace to learn new things and the only way to be successful is to keep going keep trying keep focused because if we're not focused on where we're going what happens is we get and we've all been there where we get distracted by the next guru who says, do this, do a course, do, do, do lives, do webinars, do funnels, do this, do that to the other. This will make you millions. And by the way, all of those people can make millions. They, they can make millions in their areas. There are people making millions in every single possible way. And that includes people not being online, just looking after their local area yeah there are people out there there's evidence out there that it is possible for all of us and when we are distracted by the next hot thing what we don't do is look at what we've been doing and tweak it and refine it and say right okay next time and, and we've both been there, I think, is, you, you know, we've done launches yep. where, you, you know, that they're not they're not successful. And I'm putting successful in air quotes because we know what we're offering is good. And what we tend to end up feeling is, oh, I'm not going to offer that again because nobody wanted it instead of thinking, OK, what I'm offering is good. Maybe I need to refine my language around it. Maybe I need to refine how often I tell people about it because no one or very rarely does do people open every email, look at every post. They just get, don't get shown the posts anymore, do they? So all of these things is about refining, slowly, slowly refining what we're doing. And we don't have a team behind us. This is all us deciding what's my next focus to be super um super learning (laughs) about like I said the 20 pages of Instagram what's the next thing that I need to make 20 pages of notes about 
so that I get a bit better writing my emails or doing the marketing um, and all of those things, you know, getting myself visible. And it, that, it's a constant learning curve, isn't it, Sarah? Oh, it is. It is. And I feel that uh, for me, it's, you know, what I've been tweaking since I've started is my language, talking to my ideal client. Yes. You know, and it's, it's that copy is not coming out as I want. And then I keep changing my mind about who I want to help. And then <laughs> somebody says me, no, don't help those people. You have to have help that person and I go and you know I run after that next thing mm -hmm. instead of just sitting quietly and moving forward where I know I want to to go yeah and who I really want yes. to talk to because yes. I know because you know what I've started I don't know three different business mm -hmm. uh, models and I always end up in the same one, the first one, my first love, the one that I really love talking about, which is money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and now I got the chance to speak to people and talk about recession and talk what we can do, you know, and I'm always going about how I think I can help people. That's what I can do so that yeah. they get to know me so that mm -hmm. they know if they agree or if they like what I have to say if I can help them in any way right yeah and but I do go on sorry yeah I was just gonna say what well, just hearing you, you you talk I just want to re reflect on something that um it's perfectly okay for us to pivot in fact we will do at some stage in our entrepreneurial lives we will be pivoting in in some way shape or form and it may be a couple of degrees, it may be, you know, 180, who knows? Yeah. And pivoting is very, very different to giving up on something because it doesn't seem to be working. And it's like, don't give up on the end thing that you're offering. Give up on how you're describing it so you learn different language or you learn <laughs> who are your ideal clients and 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 start speaking to more of them because the more of them you speak to the more you get to understand them and the more able you are to repeat language back and to use that language to draw in new people um because in in, in the end we're never going to be for everybody no and uh, I wrote something oh, I've got I've got a blog as well thinking about all, all the different things there I'm trying you to go. do juggle juggle <laughs> but one of the things I wrote on 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 my blog and I, I think I put it in a podcast episode as well was uh, around the no like and trust factor and particularly around the like bit is our clients will decide or our potential clients will decide whether they like us or not we actually can't influence that it's not our side of the street at all. Our side of the street is to be completely and utterly us, authentically real, so that when our clients find us and like us, they're liking the whole of us and they get us whether we're, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I prefer to do 
training, for instance, um, verbally in the moment, having conversations. I don't do PowerPoints. Lots of other people do PowerPoints. It, and sometimes that really, really helps people. And it's not really for me. So although I do occasionally put one in because I feel I ought to, it's not really me. And for others, that structure and that that everything is really important to them. But I need to attract the people who like the way that I train, like the way that I talk, yeah. you know, aren't triggered by the speed or the accent or the words that I use. They love them instead. And it doesn't mean I'm not a nice person just because the clients <laughs> don't want to work with me, you know, yeah. and right back at you and anyone else who's listening. Just be you. Just, just be you. You will attract the people who love you. Yeah, I agree with that. And I must say that I have the magpie syndrome. I do go after every shiny object I can find. And sometimes when I can't find one, I will invent one. I will create one because, you know, it's, I find it's hard because you don't find, I don't find traction in my business fast enough. You know, I'm working, I'm, I love working. I love what I do. I can be at my desk all day, every day. I haven't even gone out yet this week from my house and it's Thursday and I'm so happy. I'm happy. <laughs> um, but because I don't find that excitement, I don't find the people to talk to about m my business, not my, my friends, not those, not you that I know I can bother all the time and talk yeah. but people who are interested in what, in what I'm doing. Right. And I sometimes, you know, I, I scroll and I see something on Instagram and I go after that. And I start thinking, what if I was really good at Instagram that I could teach, teach Instagram? What? I don't even like it. <laughs> you know, it's just these things keep coming yeah. up to my mind. So, so yeah, no, I was really talking about, about that shiny object that's mm. so... Because a lot of entrepreneurs, because let's face it, we're just multi-passionate people. Yes, absolutely we are. And we can build our businesses being multi-passionate and we can't keep going trying to do it all. We do at some point have to yes. hone into doing one, two or three things even, that's possible. But each one then takes its time growing more slowly as if you're all in on one area. Um, I like to think that I've had it in the past. I haven't got one right now, but I used to have what I used to call a hobby job as well as my corporate work and when I left corporate what I found is my hobby job took up too much time and wasn't really bringing in enough income so I've sort of put that to one side at the moment but because it was taking too much time without uh, the enjoyment or the replenishment of my mm. soul um, yeah. from it 
And, and that's a very important caveat because if you've got a what you might call a hobby job where you love doing it, I know you've got your cricket, haven't you? And, and yes. you make beautiful things and sell them on their Etsy. And I've I've had the privilege of receiving cards from you and that and they've been beautiful. And that I know replenishes your soul. So having a hobby income that's not necessarily the one that brings in all the money, but is something that really is enjoyable and lovely to do it's like keep doing it don't 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 pursue your entrepreneurial journey at the detriment to everything else that brings you enjoyment in life because that would be a real shame you know you need all of those facets of your lives don't you yeah yeah true Uh, and I feel that we are both blessed and cursed with them (laughs) absolutely absolutely I the the the, I have to say the quarters that I've done better um in business have been the ones where I've been focused on my goals Mm -hmm. for that quarter yeah because it's allowed me to really go that looks really interesting and I am not going down that rabbit hole right now because I have this goal that I am working towards that's so important. Mm. How do you have any tips for us on how to stay focused? You said, you know, that we have to keep going, keep trying, and keep keep focused. So, do you have like something you do to keep yourself going, trying, and focused? Do you have a routine? Do you have, I don't know, any tips? Yeah. What do I have? I don't have a routine, um, which is sometimes to my detriment. Um, but I but I don't right now. Uh, I probably need to put one in. What I do have is at, at my best, I look at the quarter. I look at the mm. three goals I want to achieve in that quarter. Okay. I look at the three things that I need to get done to achieve each of those three goals. And then I I take those three things and I break them down so that week on week I'm at least concentrating on one two or three of them Mm. Um, and that has really really helped me stay on track because well for instance I will write a book at some point there's no doubt in fact I've got three titles in my head already for that could be three different books yeah um and it's very easy for me to get completely distracted on how to write a book and how to, how to do it. And because it's something I'm interested in, I'm excited by it. And yeah. it's not on my plan just yet. It really can't be. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a number of other things that mean that writing a book is not a priority this quarter. And so it's much easier for me to ignore the noise of the Instagram posts that talk about writing a book, the emails that end up in my inbox about talking about a book, the people I get to meet who talk about writing a book. And it's like, (laughs) I do not need to be distracted by them right now. And so it's a little easier for me to put my blinkers on and go, what are the three things? Is this task helping me achieve one of those three things? If it isn't, why am I doing it now sometimes it's a good reason anyway but it's often not (laughs) that's good 
I, I do have a lot of, I don't have a problem getting focused when I'm really, really excited about something. So, and I find I'm really, really excited about putting boot camps together, thinking, you know, what can I do? How am I going to do it? You know, and it has to be um, very, I have to do it not thinking about the end because otherwise I'll just get overwhelmed and I won't, yes, you know, okay. yes. I won't do it, but I can, I can see the big picture. Yeah, I can plan out the first two or three things, but then the rest I can I have to take it step by step because otherwise I just get overwhelmed and I lose interest because it starts to be too detailed. I'm not a detailed person, and no, it has to be. And like you said, I think I like talking. I like explaining and going over and using stories to teach. So. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm very expressive, I think, and I'm always going about, and I get really excited when I'm talking about something that is really important to me, um, and I think that's where I'm at my best, honestly. It's also that. Well, I, I also think the way that that, that we both seem to work mm. um, allows interaction, and it allows our clients to interact with us to ask questions to practice to have their own moments of reflection which when you're just teaching something and there is a place for that and I have a place for that in my program but but it's the coaching bit it's the practice it's all of those things it's those conversations that that really bring such such understanding and depth and your 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 um boot camp is exactly the same isn't it where where everyone has their own reflections on what you've had to say and you give them time to really understand the impact of well money in your instance um on their lives don't you yeah, and, and a lot like sales because it's a mindset thing. Money is a mindset thing as yes. well. So yes. I find that when people are listening to others about their experiences, about how they deal with things, and yeah. they think about their own, and they express their own, and they have ha-has all the time. Oh, that's why I spend, or oh, yeah. that's why I don't want to sell. You know, that's why I'm afraid. Yeah, I, I feel that that's when the best of everyone comes up. It's when we're in it, discussing it and, and going deep into it. So, I totally yeah. agree. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I do agree. And the truth is, uh, I've done a lot of learning online and I have the best results when I'm expected to show up live, when I'm expected yes. to participate. Yes. And I've graduated from my oh, coaching. So I'm an inside coach. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, I, I was expected to show up twice a week. Yes. And I had, you know, I had to be there. I had to participate. I, 
I had to get my coaching hours in because otherwise I wouldn't graduate. And you uh, have worked really hard towards that. Really hard. I know I've seen the journey and, <laughs> and, you, and you genuinely have worked incredibly hard towards that. Really, congratulations. Mm, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. And as when I do an online course that nobody ex- expecting me to do anything but myself, I'm not saying they don't have value. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yes. saying that for me, I also work better when I know that I'm going to show up. And, yes. you know, I keep, I keep saying I don't like people. I like people a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like people a lot and I like showing up and I like when people show up. I think it's, Mm -hmm. it's actually amazing because Mm -hmm. everybody's always running everywhere. Nobody has time for anything. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's my favorite, my favorite way of learning. And speaking of learning, I know Mm -hmm. that you have a course. And I know that it's still free. I have a, yes, I have a course. We'll put the link in the in the, yes. the show notes that is all around your discovery call. So for those of you who actually have conversations with your clients before they, um, before they buy, I've got a framework that I share um, and in fact, I've got it set up. You don't even have to put your email address in at the moment. So you can have a listen to it. If you want a copy of the framework, pop your email address in afterwards. And yes, that is available to anyone who would find it useful. And that's at hearttoheartsales.com. And then it's forward slash discovery dash call dash framework. Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes so that everybody can can go and take a listen because, of course, it's it's my nemesis. Sales are my nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) But you know that. (laughs) And, you you know, to anyone who's listening and to you too, um, what you have got to offer will change people's lives. Yes. And all I ask is that you consider getting out of your own way so that your clients can say more easily say yes to you. Because the moment we, yeah, we, we just get in our own way. And so we yes. stop people from saying yes. Yes. That's so true. And I do view sales as a way of giving people the opportunity to better themselves, better their lives, to have the opportunity to show up for themselves. You know, um, and speaking of my coaching, I don't actually charge a price for my hours that I will be, that I work with a client. The price the client is paying me is their commitment. Because if there's nothing that they put down, if it's for free or gifted, like I do, I still do that for the first two or three mm-hmm. sessions. But if I, I've, I've proposed it to a lot of people 
and they say yes because it's free and you know they're helping me with coaching hours but they don't show up the same way and they lose interest because they 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 have nothing on it they didn't bet Mm -hmm. on themselves yes that's how I see it yeah they've absolutely and and really I think we can all think of occasions where we've either not paid or paid a small amount for something and therefore we've not really invested in ourselves exactly and and I know when you're talking about um anything that just feels a little bit difficult that it's it's almost when the pain of staying the same becomes bigger than the pain of changing (laughs) and reflecting is when we get into action and when we pay for that we are more likely to go somewhere which you know growth personal growth can sometimes be a bit painful <laughs> yeah well it's often very in, my, in my experience <laughs> so so actually investing in ourselves what happens then is we're like no we're going there I've invested in this I know it's what I want I've thought it yeah I've thought it through I know this is what I want to do and I've put money on the table and therefore I'm going to do my all and if you give too much away for free um what happens is no one's invested in their own growth so the changes don't happen and the by the way the more successful you are in respect of creating the income and the number of clients and that that you're working with you can give more away to those who you know really need it and who genuinely can't afford it but I've heard stories well I've seen it myself where people will turn around saying oh no I couldn't afford that and then they've gone off and and spent 1500 on something else and you think well, you could have afforded it, but you've chosen to spend your money on something else instead. That's different to not being able to afford it. Yes, yes, I agree. And I absolutely agree that we, if, if it matters to us, we'll find a way, we'll find, yeah. we'll find the money, but it has to matter to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was uh, at a a show a a few weeks ago and one of the guys there had been had a ticket handed back because they couldn't attend. And then someone else had emailed him and said, look, I can't afford to go. I can't afford a ticket. However, would you allow me to attend if I help you with the organization, if I help you around the coffees or if I help you in some other way, shape or form? So the guy who was running it actually gave her the ticket that he'd he'd been sent back anyway. um, And he was able to gift it to her, but he gifted it because they had offered to help with the event rather than just do you have a freebie available? Yes, and that makes all the difference. Yes, they were invested. Yeah, because they were invested. They really wanted to show Mm -hmm. up and they couldn't. So that's, yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a good story for us to end our our little talk. It is, isn't it? Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. 
I so appreciate you being here. I really do. And can I just say, sorry, I'm going to interrupt and just say, I really, really appreciate you and your support. So thank you. (laughs) Always, always. I have your back, my friend. (laughs) Thank you so much. And any links, anything else you want to leave? Anything? Where can people find you? I'll put that um, in the show notes, but yeah. you can say it. Yeah, sure. On Instagram, I'm Becky Colwell. That's B-E-C-K-Y-C-O-L-W-E-L-L. And that's oh. the best place to find me, Heart to Heart Sales on LinkedIn. And my website is hearttoheartsales.com. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. And have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye for now. Bye. I want to thank you for choosing to spend this time with me. I hope you found this episode inspiring and that you'll be back. I'm here to help you get over those thoughts that keep telling you it's too late to change your life or create the life you want. I'm here to tell you it's possible and I'm here to help you do just that. Let's stay connected. You can find me on Instagram at the underscore Sarah underscore Fernandez. It would mean the world to me if you take the time to subscribe to the podcast so other amazing people can find us. I need to mention that I'm not a financial advisor. I share only my experiences and ideas on this podcast and it's not to be taken as advice. I believe personal and life experiences are valuable and can help you see things in your own life from a different perspective. I'll be back next week. Until then, bye!